following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also there, you can listen to the free stream weekdays between 3 and 6. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen anywhere in the world. Canada. Number two podcast. Behind I Love Trudeau. Thank you to all our Canadian friends to the north. I don't know if we have a lot of friends on sports radio in Detroit because earlier today, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, I had read a couple of stories on the social networks from the knuckleheads in sports radio in the Motor City saying, Hey man, we should call Carolina and trade JMO, man. Get an edge rusher for J-Mo. He can hook back up with his old college quarterback. I'm a sports guy. First off, Panthers aren't going to give up one of the best pass rushers in the game for a guy that hasn't proven himself. But I'm telling you, I've seen the flashes. J-Mo will stretch the field in the Lions offense which is nearly unstoppable at times already, will be even better. It will get into that Miami Dolphins neighborhood. So I don't want to hear about trading them. You know, defensive line has been fine. I'm not worried about that. I'd like some depth at cornerback in the secondary. Trade J-Mo. See what it is, and I'm going through this same withdrawal process that We are so used to being negative about the Lions that when they're playing good, you're you're a sports radio guy. I don't care if you're in Detroit, if you're in Lansing, if you're in Flint, wherever. You're up in Petoskey, Cadillac. You're like, what am I going to talk about today? Michigan's number two in America. They look like a team that can win the national championship. Lions, there's no negative. Aha. East Lansing. But even then, you can't pile on the fans. Mel Tucker has his issues. So be it. And I I had a Michigan State fan stop me while I was getting gas today at the Meyer at Knapp's Corner. And he walked up and said, hey, I'm from Rockford. I listen to you. And I'm an MSU guy. But I really, I really appreciate how you stand up for me and a lot of people with your opinions on Michigan State. And he said, what do you think is going to happen? I said, they're looking for a president. The AD 
I think is under fire privately, and you don't have a head coach. Who's going to walk into that situation? And then Sam Rasmussen walks by. I told you about Sam yesterday. Mark Rasmussen's son. He goes, I'm going back to school. And I'm thinking, it's Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's Wednesday. Uh, Monday, Tuesday? Uh, how about what's, what's your fraternity calendar there? <laughs> fraternity calendar is Wednesday, school, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, party. Yeah. I see him walk by. And then he had brought up Urban Meyer to me through his mom and dad, Cindy and Mark. And I'm like, no, Urban Meyer's not coming. And I said, look, I'm not piling on 96.2% of Michigan State fans are incredible people. You're not getting your, your pick of the letter from the coaching tree to come in. You're not. I stand by that they'll either have Mark D'Antonio come back and try and get the program back on track, or as this gentleman from Rockford said, why won't they look at Tony and Nice? And I said, I don't know why. It won't be big enough for the Michigan State message mafia board. Oh, my God. That's Jesus or Urban Meyer. Who will you choose? Pick one. Vote right now at the messagemafia.com board. Hey, you know what? I think it's going to be Jesus. Yeah. He's going to come take over. I think it's Urban Meyer. Because you know why? There's a lot of Meyer stores in Michigan and Urban Meyer. That's why. I've had it with the Michigan State fan thinking that every coach in America is going to line up. It is a hornet's nest still there. And if Izzo wasn't worried about his team that could win the national championship, I saw they were number two in the Big Ten basketball media days poll behind Purdue. I still think they have more athleticism than Purdue. Yeah, you got Zach Eady. He's what, 7'10"? <laughs> hey, Zach, don't put up your hands. You're hitting, you're bending the rim. Zach, what I tell you? Stop putting up your hands. You're bending the rim. I would be the worst coach on earth. Oh, my God. I'd make Bobby Knight look like the Dalai Lama. I guarantee I would sign zero recruits. Nobody would come play for me. All right. Welcome to Big Ten Basketball Media Days. Uh, Michigan State just spoke. We're now going to talk to Bill Simonson, head coach of Huge University. Uh, new addition to the Big Ten with the expansion uh, Bill, where are the four players that are supposed to come along? I don't have anybody on the roster yet. Uh, why is that, Bill? I go, ask them. Uh, hey, John Johnson from the uh, Peoria Telegraph. Uh, how do you expect to compete in the Big Ten this year? I hope I have players. Next question. Just be realistic. Go have, why? What is wrong with Tony Anise? One in Muskegon, Juco at Grand Rapids Community College, back-to-back national championships, impeccable record. He, he is a football mind. 
And I put Tony in the class of Brian Kelly, who I met while at Grand Valley. I put him in the class of Rich Rodriguez, who was an offensive genius, didn't know squat about defense, and brought his friends along to Ann Arbor. I'm telling you, Tony Anise has an offensive mind as good as any coach I've ever sat down and talked to. Rich Rodriguez, Ann Arbor, I remember that. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hey, you're there with your son, Tyler? Hey, why don't you guys go in, uh, uh, go in the equipment closet and just grab anything you want and take it with you? Uh, Rich, you made a mistake. What is it, Bill? You told me to take as much free stuff as I wanted. Can I get a semi? Hey, Bill, won't take you down to meet the team. Uh, there's Calvin McGee. Calvin, say hello to, is it Hugh? Uh, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh? No, it's uh, Bill. You call me Bill. All right, Bill. Say hello to Bill, Calvin. Hold on, right here from Glenville State. All my buddies, they've been with me all the way coaching. I turn, I look at one of the defensive film rooms. Five guys have their, like, cowboy boots on up on the table with spittoons. It looked like the guys in Tombstone who are just hanging out waiting to rob another train when it comes through. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, Brian Kelly, coaches in person who I thought were offensive geniuses that I've talked to. Kelly, I knew I knew where he was going, NFL or Notre Dame one day, Notre Dame, Boston College were his dream jobs. I'm trying to think who else would be on that list. Rich Rod was amazing offensive mind, my Lord. And Tony Nice. And I got to know Tony in that program when I – Flew down with the team, and I went to the national championship week in McKinney, Texas, outside of Dallas. And there's a reason why they're back-to-back national champions. They aren't cheating. There's no NIL. There might be, you know, he might get something to eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know. He recruits the country. Most of his secondary last year on that second straight national championship team were from Florida. He recruits Texas. He knows all the Michigan coaches. Speaks at their clinics. Why Why won't Michigan State look at him? I'm serious. And then you know who's the perfect replacement back at Ferris? Peter Sturzma from Hope. Now, I don't need people from Hope and Ferris getting mad at me that I'm trying to run off your coaches. I just tell like it is. I got enough schools. No, I don't. I got one school mad at me. It's Michigan State. That's it. So I don't I don't need that right now. I know what I need, Superfly. I need a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft. I, I shared the photo. Honolulu Blue, raspberry, and lemonade. 10% alcohol. Oh, yeah. Two of them right now, and I'm Andrew Dice Clay on the radio. Some good stuff. Ever since I sipped the first one, the Lions haven't lost a game. Is it Honolulu Blue Magic Juice? I don't know. Cool can, too. With the silver and Honolulu Blue. I I posted the photo. I had a huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. Yeah, we've gone above the Kool-Aid. Yeah, we're not drinking the Kool-Aid anymore. We get an adult beverage when we're watching the Lions. Speaking of Lions, Mike Kimber, 
Micro Mike from YouTube, Lions, Fanatic, Lions Nation Unite. He'll join us coming up in about 20 minutes. Mark Ewell's going to check in from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and there's a developing story here in West Michigan. So the OK Conference, which is Ottawa, Kent County, uh, the conferences has kind of followed the lead of the OK Conference. Well, there's a group of seven schools, Allendale, Lowell, Cedar Springs, Kennewa Hills, Sparta, Coopersville, and Greenville, who are close to finalizing their River Cities Alliance Conference, and it's really about travel and competition. And when the story broke about 10 days ago, I think it was Lenny Padilla who does a great job with high school sports here in West Michigan. My first thought was, I get it. You know, I grew up, like I said last week, I think I touched on this a little, I grew up with the Tri-River, right? And we had some drives to Fremont. Fremont had to go to Lakewood, Lake Odessa, Sparta, Coopersville, Cedar Springs, Belding, I think was the school I left out last week. Right? I, I think high schools need to go back to developing rivalries. And this doing conferences based on the size of your schools, that's for the playoffs. That, that's how they do different divisions in football. That's for the playoffs. The fairness will be there. But what do you want? And I, and I, I remember the, the old school days of Tri-River, the fans going to Cedar for a game, going to Lowell. Lowell is part of the old Tri-River. Sparta and Coopersville going straight down 13 Mile. You're going to draw bigger crowds for all your sports if you have the neighborhood rivalries. Now, granted, Allendale to Lowell doesn't really match the transportation thing they're talking about in this new River Cities Alliance. And let's be honest, part of this is that some of those schools did not want to join a conference because of football with Grand Rapids West Catholic and Grand Rapids Catholic Central, who are two of the premier programs each and every year in the state, regardless of class. And what you're, what you're getting here, and I haven't talked to anybody from any of these schools. I'm just giving you my opinion. That they want to get back to some of the rivalries, which made high school sports and still make them. And that they don't want to have to go into a conference in football with Catholic and West. And I get, you, you know, my son and Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern played Grand Rapids Catholic Central last week. We're down by seven. It was a great game, and we just fell apart in the third quarter. I, I welcome those challenges. But if you're in a conference for four years, what does that do to your program? I don't think the Catholic schools need their own league, but they might be forced to have their own league like you do in Detroit with the Detroit Catholic League that then had to go add schools from Toledo because the public schools in the Toledo metro area didn't want the Catholic schools in it. Mark Ewell, who will join us later, has told us on this show 73% of the state championships run by the Michigan High School Athletic Association are won by public schools. But it's football. It's football. It's competitiveness in football that's driving the bus on this River Cities Alliance conference change and them soon or close, it's not official, to leaving the OK Conference. So as I was talking with uh, a Grand Rapids Catholic Central booster who I ran into the same time I ran into the MSU fan from Rockford at the Meyer on Naps Corner while getting gas, 
I have no problem. If my kids go to Forest Hills Public Schools, if Forest Hills Northern, Forest Hills Central, and Eastern join a conference with East Grand Rapids and Catholic Central and Grand Rapids Christian, and they maybe uh, Northview in that, and it's all schools close to each other that border each other, that some kids from Forest Hills go to Catholic, right? That they, you know, East Grand Rapids, that board, you have these natural rivalries, all sports, you're going to draw. So you're going to get more fan interaction, more student interaction, because they know kids at the other school. And I think some schools like Greenville are saying, we don't want to drive to Muskegon to play games. Fans aren't going to go, especially if your team's not winning. Unfortunately, that is a fact of high school sports, that you'll get in your car and go to a game, obviously, if your children are playing. But if you're a fan, neutral fan, you're only going to go if your team has a big game or they're playing well, any sport. So why not, why not redesign the conferences in West Michigan and across the state? And I do want some feedback throughout the broadcast, and it will be our huge question of the day. Where are your high school plays? Do you feel it's still part of the rivalries, uh, the neighborhood matchups, the next town over? I'm curious statewide because we are a statewide show. And on a Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday, it's the right time. Are you happy with the way your conference structure is? I just want to hear from the people. I I don't have an issue with it. I personally don't. I I welcome playing Grand Rapids South Christian and Grand Rapids Catholic Central. You want to try and beat the best. I don't think they recruit as much as people want to claim that. If you're a parent with someone in 6th, 7th grade, you're looking at a school your son or daughter is a great athlete, you're going to move or try and live in the best district for your kids, academically and athletically. And some districts make that commitment, and some schools do, to sports. And then that cycles when you have a great run of three classes together. But bring back the neighborhood rivalries. And I'd love to hear from anybody listening, Midland Bay City, Saginaw, Flint area, Lansing, where we have listeners up north. Up north, there's not a lot of neighborhood rivalries because you, if you're a good-sized school like Petoskey, you have to go play Sault Ste. Marie, right? You have to go, you have to go travel to Gaylord. Yeah, there's, there's like National Forest and then another school district, right? I mean, I get that. This is more of a, I think, a metro area question because when you talk about, well, it's not fair for, to the kids – well, it's balanced out by divisions in the state playoffs. It is. It is balanced out. And I know Mark, who will join us, Mark Ewell from the MHSAA, I know there's talk of everybody being able to get into the playoffs, and that might make it better, right? But then you get really bad games to start. So maybe there's a buy process for the higher teams so you get better first-round matchups, right? But I do support a realignment in the Ottawa-Kent conference of getting back to the neighborhood rivalries. And I don't care if a school has 300 more kids, right? It's like Rockford. They have 3,000 kids. They should open up another high school, 800, be a Division IV school, and they still have 2,200 kids on their main campus. More, You double up boys and girls' opportunities to play sports. Not just make a team, but be a part of it. But that's that school district. And those people who pay taxes there, they get to choose that. I'm not going to tell people how they have to live. 
I'm telling you, I don't mind it. You know, enforce those public schools. I don't know if there is a unified commitment to athletics. I, I really don't. But academics are one of the best uh, in in the state. So when I, yeah, Bill Simonson here, man, I'm tired of you putting academics before athletics. As Bill Simonson again, oh yeah, you're more proud of the GPA than eighth place in the conference? Oh, so now it's about SAT and ACT scores? Not the fact that we didn't score to tie up Catholic Central? <laughs> uh, wait, we're all parents, or most of you who are listening, we all have the lose our mind moment with kids sports. We do. I don't care who you are. You do. You have it. Yeah. You know what? Are you telling me? That you're going to put 90% of the kids in college, but we're putting 2% in college athletics? Where are the priorities? I think it's simple. Make it geographical. And if one school is bigger, so be it. You know, I, I really do. And you can find a way, I think, to get close. Because I'm, I'm looking at this new group of this River City Alliances or whatever River yeah River Cities Alliance that you have Cedar Springs Lowell Allendale Kennewa Hills Sparta my old school Coopersville and Greenville you as Sparta's a I think Sparta or probably the smallest in the group and Allendale might be close but I'm cool with that because again sports is cyclical in high school based on if you have fifteen hundred kids or you have eight hundred. How many are athletes, right? I just, I'd rather have matchups, neighborhood rivalries, where you can do it in metro areas and conferences. I think it's a, it's a no-brainer. It's how you get it done. Let's go to Augur in Grand Rapids listening on 96.1 The Game. You're on the huge show. Augur, how you doing? Long time, no call. How's it going? It's shaking. Yeah. So these uh, the alignment's pretty interesting. Um, I don't think it's as much travel as it is uh, competitiveness. Competitiveness, um, because there's you know you're going to get like you said you're going to get thrown into those conferences with West Catholic, Catholic Central, Union in basketball, Ottawa Hills in basketball, and it's pretty tough. Um, but there's also the other point, I think Mark will talk about it, is the other programs. They don't have enough JV school teams. They don't have enough soccer, enough swimming and diving and all those other sports. Where And so, so kids are left out, too, and that's another reason. And also, can you ask them, did they talk about doing an all-Catholic, all-Christian league, too? I know I have an auger. Thanks for the call in Grand Rapids. Uh, by the way, he's a high school official. When I was watching my son, I walked into the stadium at East Kenwood, home of Grand Rapids South. Christian Auger and his wife were there, and Auger comes walking by, and he's official. He made one good call that game. That was really good, Auger. Thank you so much. No, he was he did he did a good job. He really did. Mark Ewell did say on the show numerous times in the last year that there'll never be a private state championship run by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. 
Now, there is a Detroit Catholic League, and like I said, they added, I think, Toledo schools. I'm not sure if Jackson Lumni Christie joined. I know there was some talk. But I now a private conference in the Grand Rapids metro area, which could feature Grand Rapids West Catholic, Grand Rapids Catholic Central, Grand Rapids Christian, Grand Rapids South Christian, Hudsonville Unity Christian, Holland Christian. That, that's not a bad idea. Because, again, I know those schools that say, well, oh, wait a minute. We're, we got a tough game. You know, think about basketball, football, even soccer. Like the new conference that Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern is going into, Holland, Holland Christian, South Christian, like potential and reigning state champions or deep runs or conference champs. So it's not just about football, but football does drive the bus. And that's where schools can make money. That's why with more neighborhood rivalries, you get bigger crowds. But as Mark Ewell told me, and as I mentioned in my opening opinion, that 73% of state championships won in the state of Michigan are won by public schools. Uh, That was the last number he gave me. I'm just talking about logistics. All right, so Hamilton, Michigan, which is a great place, right? South, uh, you know, Holland, our listeners on WHTC, Allegan County. They're going to be in our conference next year, and we're Ada, Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Eastern on the northeast side of GR. It's going to be an hour. An hour. Now, flip that and have East Grand Rapids in our conference and how many people are going to watch when they play each other in hockey or whatever it is, or basketball, or soccer. I mean, I'm, you know, Hamilton needs to be in a conference with, you know, the Holland schools and all that. I get that, right? South Haven, whatever it is. Make it geographical. Oh, it'll be unfair. I don't think it would be. I don't. You look at Rockford. They play in a conference with Hudsonville, basically what the OK Red used to be. Hudsonville, West Ottawa, Grand Haven. And now the Muskegon schools came in, and Muskegon is a powerhouse in football. They are. So that's part of this competitiveness that Auger was saying that people want to avoid. Let's go to Jay in Bay City listening on 100.9 FM, The Met. You're on the Huge Show. How you doing, Huge? Hey, Jay. Um so my son is actually a transfer from one school to our crosstown rival. He goes to basically John Glenn. And our football team can't keep up with the big schools like Freeland and Frankenmuth in football because they have the facilities to be able to do that. But in baseball, we absolutely just delete them. So, you know, it's, it's where the schools are putting their money, too. But we don't have a problem with going and fighting them and, you know, doing the best we can. And in football, we put up a fight every year. You know, we're going to lose. But the boys are looking forward to those fights because they're a better school and we want them. And basically, John Glenn, by the way, thank you, Jay. I watched them play Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern the last two years. Just an outstanding uh, baseball program there at Bay City, John Glenn. Both teams were worthy of being back-to-back state champions. I agree with you, buddy. That's why we played Grand Rapids Catholic Central last Friday night. Hung with them, more than hung with them at halftime. Gave it away in the third. We only lost by three to Grand Rapids South Christian, who is number one in the state with Freeland or Grand Rapids South Christian, depending in Division Four, what you look at. I was proud of them. I'd rather have that game where those guys are there, start to finish, going, going hard. The, not just my son, but the entire team. And they walk away there with their heads hung high that they lost by three. The defending state champion, 
and now I think number one, and they're playing Catholic Central Friday. I'd rather have that than go nine and no and just beat up on people. Because I think those challenges, at least inside my eyes watching my son, have brought out the best in him. And you will have challenges in life. And again, I go back to football, which I believe nothing against any other high school sport. Football teaches the children at a young age through high school into college. It teaches you how to become a man. To play with pain. Tough loss. Big fumble. Block punt like we had against CC that changed the whole game. But I know when my son walks through the door, I see him. That next week I have him. Now, I look at him and with respect and say, you brought it. Every snap you were on the field, I watched that film, you brought it. I don't tell him that. I see it. You brought it. Life isn't about wins every week. Life is about how you get through the bad times. Because then when it's good, it's really good. So I do support, and not necessarily, I don't support separating the Catholic and Christian schools. I, I don't. I really don't. I, I, I just don't. And I think there are great families uh, at all schools, and everybody has their own struggles. People aren't buying. Yeah, Grand Rapids Catholic Central has great coach, great facilities. So do we. But you know what? I saw the Ottawa Hill soccer team show up. And I know the public schools don't have the same opportunities in athletics. This is the other night to wrap up the OK Gold soccer tournament. And I saw the kids. It's freezing. It's cold. They weren't dressed for the weather. It changed during the day. And I looked at one of the facilities directors. And I said, hey, why don't we buy all them a hot chocolate? So we walked over to the kids and said, hey, you guys want a hot chocolate? Which I don't think opposing teams should have to pay for, but I did. And I split it with the facilities director. I wanted to say, what do you guys want? You want to eat? Did you guys eat after school? Did you get a sub on the bus like our kids do? And so we can't, we can't segregate our sports. We can't punish the public schools or those kids, and we can't separate the private schools. So what's the balance? I think you do a geographical line and you look at eight schools that's, that are close to each other, and that's your conference, just like we used to back in the day. That's how you do it, in my mind. I don't care about size. I don't. Yeah, there are some obvious, if, if a small private school like a Grand Rapids North Point Christian playing eight-man right now, but they're going to go back to 11-man, you're not going to put them with Rockford or East Kentwood or Catholic Central. I get that. But there is some common sense and logic that I hope the seven schools leaving will be a wake-up call for athletic directors the OK Conference to get back to what we all love with high school sports, and it's playing our crosstown rival. Because those kids grew up playing Little League against each other, or you knew a kid who left and went to that school and used to be on your Little League team, or you know the friends who live down the street and their kids go to that private school. It's all good. Get back to the rivalries and the crosstown matchups in these urban areas for conferences. That's what needs to happen. On the way, Mike Kimber, Lions insider, he'll join us for the Motor City. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge Show is back live across Michigan. The only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We were just going over the final pairings for the huge rivalry cup. Monday at the Alpine Golf Club, a 12 noon shotgun. 8 a.m. Monday at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. 72 two-person MSU teams versus 72 Michigan fan teams. Three nine-hole matches, alternate shot scramble, best ball. Lunch will be provided by Nick Lipinski, Eric Schwab, and the crew. They just bought the Alpine Golf Club after an unbelievable two-year multi-million dollar renovation project at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford and also the Lipinski's own Arrowhead and Carroll. For those of you in the thumb listening on 100.9 FM or Sports Extra 1330. So we're down to what is it? Two two-person Michigan State teams? Now you're saying three? What? At North Kent, 8 a.m. Three? Okay. A lot of stress behind putting together a final shotgun sheet and I use that with EE for two golf courses, 144 golfers thank you for the amazing uh, turnout, we have a waiting list on the Michigan side, we need three Michigan State twosomes, correct? 21 and up golf is free, lunch is free let Superfly know here before the end of the show at 1-866-838-4843 he'll need the handicap for you and your golf partner, like I said, lunch is being provided. Nick Lipinski always does it right. I'll be broadcasting Monday statewide from the Alpine Golf Club 
northwest side of Grand Rapids in Comstock Park. Uh, they have a huge trophy that's being made specifically for this tournament that will stay in the clubhouse and be engraved with Michigan or Michigan State fans winning. Oh, the winning teams get uh, medals. I'm telling you, Nick, he doesn't do anything. That isn't first class top shelf. So we need three, right? Uh, you, you give me that look where you're not sure, Superfly. So you can call Superfly at 1-866-838-4843. Easiest way, your, two, your name, your golf partner's name, your golf handicaps. This will be for the 8 a.m. shotgun Monday. Alpine is completely full. The 12 noon shotgun. So do that. Add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Don't give me that look, man. Oh, what? What, what are you saying now? Hold on. What, what do you? Can you move Kimber uh, to? Can you move him to four forty for me? I, you just tell him we've been busy, right? We had a, a crazy busy hour. Plus, we're putting together. We got the Lions. Oh my lord! I was looking at some of. You know, is he cool with that? The Kimber will Kimber from Lions Nation unite. Talk to us in an hour. Is he all right? He's a great Lions insider. We made Risden a star. Kimber's becoming a star. This is like the voice. Or America's Got Talent. Or American Sports Idol. We're close, Superfly. We're three twosomes away on the Michigan State side. So come on, Michigan State fans. Because the fact that I have to ask you to finish off the final three teams, the Michigan fans are going berserk on the Huge Show social networks. They got little eyes in the dark going, Spotty, where are you? So the easiest way, go to add Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. You'll see the pinned post. First three twosomes who want to represent the green and white will hook you up. And then we can be done with it, Superfly. Because this has definitely been a stress test on friendship. When I tell people, like, yeah, you know what? Two, five kids. I've, I've learned a lot of patience. BS. Not happening. <laughs> Zero. What's your patience level? Zero. Really? Yeah, I'm at the restaurant. The kid's smacking his food behind me. Do you wait and maybe tell the parents, hey, little Junior's making some smacking noises? Or do you turn around and look at the kid and say, stop it! Not my kid. I don't do that. Mark Ewell, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. I want to ask him about conferences, Catholic, private versus neighborhood rivalries, and should conferences be aligned based on school size or more about uh, where those kids are from, you will join us coming up. You can always join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
And now to the chopper for our traffic report. There's a lot of traffic. It must be headed to Meyer for the buy five save five dollars sale. Shop Deli Fresher Carving Board Lunch Meat, General Mills Family Size Cereal, and Pepperidge Farm Goldfish. All buy five save five dollars. Mix or match at Meyer. <laughs> okay. Deals so good, you've just got to talk about them. Meyer exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Urban U. They are Michigan's number one med spa. They provide services to men and women in the greater Grand Rapids and Detroit metro areas. Also, their laser services are very important and essential for men and women as you age, and no matter what you're doing during the summer, whether it's sports, whether it's just hanging out on the dock or on the beach, laser can knock out signs of aging. Laser improves sun damage, wrinkles, and skin texture with little to no downtime and also during the month of october you can save 250 dollars on laser by booking with urban U. go to the urban that's the urban imagine this winning big at soaring eagle it's pumpkin coin toss and you can carve out wicked premium play prizes up to three grand there are drawings every Friday in October from 5 to 11 p.m. And two lucky guests every hour toss to win up to $3,000 premium play. Be there for Pumpkin Coin Toss. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can watch boys and girls high school sports live and on demand at MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. Jeff Risden sent out some notes from the Detroit Lions podcast. Rizzy with the Lions Wire and Draft Wire. The Lions offensive player Pro Football Focus ranks by position. Check this out. Jared Goff is first out of 33 QBs. Graham Glasgow second out of 78 linemen. Frank Regnow second out of 37 centers. Sam Laporta fourth out of 68 tight ends. Big V, fourth out of 78 offensive linemen. Panay Sewell, fifth out of 72. Josh Reynolds, 12th out of 110 receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown, 13th out of 110 receivers. 
David Montgomery at running back, 14th out of 53 NFL running backs. And Khalif Raymond, 18th out of 110 receivers. Look at those numbers. And if you think about it, it, it's really a play away in the Seattle game from this team sitting there undefeated. Wow. Jared Goff is ranked the number one quarterback, according to Pro Football Focus. You go through 11 guys on offense, and the lowest ranked guy is number 18 out of 110 receivers. Yeah, it's time to get down on it. What you going to do? I'm going to win that Lombardi trophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're going to get down on it. What are we going to do? We're going to win that trophy. Let's go, everybody. One reminder, if you miss any huge opinion, interview, hour, or full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, and you can listen for free and catch up on your schedule. I know a lot of people have different hours. Uh, You're running around with the kids, the girlfriend, the wife, the family. Uh, Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. You can catch up and listen when you want to. And also anywhere in the world where you get mobile service, search The Huge Show on the iHeart app and you can listen live weekdays at 3. That's huge. 